I've never looked better, have I? No. You need to choose some gum. <laughs> I do. I have a very weak chin. Oh my god, no! No, my father has a weak chin as well. Weak. I've never heard a weak chin. I've you, never heard yeah, that. Yeah, what does that mean? mean? Opposite of a strong jawline. Oh. Oh. At least you don't have a butt chin like I do. I don't got no butt chin. I'm a little... It was like, we're comparing chins. <laughs> no, chin, not chin, at all. Chin, 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 chin. We got the chin, chin, chin. Who's got a chin? We all got chins. It kind of reminded me of like a spooky song. I don't know why, but I was like feeling it. I was like, yeah, spook. I think I was doing bird the word. Yeah, you were. Bird, 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 bird. Bird's got some chins. Oh, God. Can you imagine a bird with a human chin? Why would you say that? Stop. No. Hello, I am Sparrow. I have come to save So if they have a chin, they can talk? Why not? Okay. <laughs> if we're giving them one human ability, shouldn't they have them all? Technically, I think their chin is the lower half of their beak. No, that's their lips. I don't know. It's just Do they even have chins? I don't know. How dare you? How <laughs> I don't, what? dare you ask? Do they have chins? Do you even have chins? <laughs> Do you hear yourself? No! I, I can't chin even. That didn't work out, I thought. I can't I chin even. No. Hey, it's Sinister Sunrise. <laughs> I'm Morgan. I'm Chinny Chin Chin. <laughs> oh, I'm Aaron. That's Sarah, by the way, in case you haven't been listening to us for 87 episodes. Mm-hmm. Woo! Yeah. We old. We could have got retirement by now. Wow, wow. Hear me, government? I'm ready. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Well, last week was a group episode, so we're back to, you know, normal, average, what we normally do, I think. Or is it a little Mm -hmm. different this week? Perhaps not. Hmm. Yeah. Well, we're kicking off October. Yeah, we're kicking off October in a uh, little bit of spice, like we told you last week. Mm -hmm. Uh, This week we did a... uh, Switcheroo on ya. We turn the tables. We turn yeah. the tables. Literally and figuratively. Yeah. We, we can turn this table. table. Yeah. The table, for some reason, has started to be able to turn. Yeah. When we record don't know on. what happened. We but don't know. But whatever. it is literally turning, and so are we. We're yeah. Flipping, we're flipping, flip-flopping it. Oh, we're turning a new leaf, turning a new table. Uh, <laughs> it's like the first leaf will fall when it comes oh. to the ground. It. Dare I say it's sweater weather. It oh. It's Whoa. coming. It's coming. Sweater weather. Hopefully. What if it's like the hottest day Don't yet? even <laughs> say that. Shh, Aaron. As we record from the past. <laughs> Listen. Good vibes only. I hope so. Um, but today we're switching topics. Yeah. So I have the human mind. Aaron, what do you have? I have the spooky stuff. Ooh. And Sarah? True crime. Ooh. Switching up on y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a good little break for our brains. Sometimes yes. things can get a little monotonous. That's a big word for a Sunday as well. Uh, <laughs> <Dang>. <laughs> but, and not only do I have an extensive vocabulary today, by extensive I mean like one big word, <laughs> I remembered that it was my turn for a game and I actually came prepared with an actual game, not just a quiz on my phone. Woohoo! Woo! It looks like the fountain of youth, but like maybe fountain of terror. I don't know I, what's under the tags. Yeah. So. We will post a video of this. Yeah, we will post a video on our TikTok, probably other places as well. Yeah. But I got this idea from TikTok, so... In the TikTok videos that I saw, basically you have 
paper plates and they have either like a hundred dollar bill on it or candy or nothing or whatever and these families play these games where they spread the paper plates out and there's a string attached to the bottom of them Mm -hmm. the string leads up into the bottom of a red solo or a flipped over red solo cup and basically the strings are all like switched around so you pull on a string a random string and it pulls the thing back Oh, so whatever you okay. get, you get. You don't throw. I a see. Okay. So even like the paper, it you have no idea where it is. Even if the paper's yep. close to that one right there, it yep. could be a completely, it could be a completely different, different piece of paper. Yes. Okay. So on the end of the strings here, I did not have paper plates. Shocker. Uh, so I used post its, and they say one, two, and three, and X's. So um, we're gonna go basically go in an order. I'm gonna use my random app to see who is gonna pull a string first, Ooh, and okay. then we'll just go around in a circle from there, and uh, that'll determine our order. And again, if you're confused, head on over to our TikTok. It'll be there. Sure, cool. All right, All cool. right. we're back. We played the game. Yeah, it was hey. really good. Thanks. I don't mean to brag, but like <laughs> on my first time, all I do is win. Sarah's <laughs> going first. <laughs> Uh, Aaron, you'll be second, and I pulled the magic number three. Mm-hmm. Technically, I pulled an X, so she by did. default, I'm second. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I'm happy I'm going first, but also, I don't know if you guys want to get a drink near you, because this is kind of a doozy of a case. Wait, like, Ooh. really? Yeah. All right, I have my drink. I'm less, I'm scared. Okay. I'm ready. <laughs> is there a kid? No, not really. Oh. So, not really. <laughs> I'm... Taking us across the globe to Poland. Woohoo! And back to, as the youths would say, the late 1900s. 1998, to be exact. <laughs> yeah, they're calling like 1993 birthdays the late 1900s. <gasps> mm-hmm. Does anyone else feel personally victimized? Breath. I need to go. Do you see me in a Victorian collar? I don't think so. I'm wearing hoops. I do the cool stuff. I'm wearing hoops. Next thing I know, hoops aren't going to be cool anymore mm. because I said I wear hoops. Mm. I saw Regina George wear army pants and flip-flops. I wore army <laughs> pants and flip-flops. For the youths, that was a really good movie yeah. back in the day. Maybe you've heard of it. Maybe you should watch it on October 3rd. <laughs> As if they would even know what that's about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so we're going to talk about the disappearance of Katarzyna Zawanda. Oh, Okay. K-A-T-A-R-Z-Y-N-A. Katarzyna. Katarzyna. It's like Katarina, but Katarzyna. Katarzyna. I'm sure I'm saying it like the most hailbilly way. (laughs) Katarzyna. (laughs) I'm sorry, Katarzyna. Okay, so on November 12th, 1998, Katarzyna was a university student in Krakow, Poland. She was known as nice, but overall a quiet girl, young lady. She had a small group of friends and was battling depression after the loss of her father a few years earlier. Mm. Yeah, I cannot imagine losing someone so important, like at a pivotal moment in your life like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, important to note. Um, People in the UK and stuff, they don't call it college, it's university or uni. Mm -hmm. Way cooler. Yes. Uni. Yeah, we're like, I go to college. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe just me. They're so much cuter. They are so much cuter. Um, Have you ever seen an American-themed party? Yeah, other what? countries do American-themed parties. Oh, I bet they do. They wear cowboy hats and have burgers and the red Solo cups. Yes. That's I saw awesome. one that was actually like, I mean, you're pretty spot on. <laughs> do the men wear short shorts, ironically, like they do here? Mm-mm. Nice. Good. Good mm. choice. They should do flannels or something. We're not Canada. <laughs> no, I don't know. Looking around, I was like, I feel like that's my whole high school experience in a video. Look it up. All right. I'm going to have to. Oh, sheesh. Yes. Forward. 
So she was very um, withdrawn, this Katarzyna. But her mother was still very involved in her life and mm-hmm. ensuring that her daughter spoke to a psychiatric professional. Love it. Love to see it. Yes. Love about it. Yes, Especially in the late 1900s. <laughs> Stop saying that. <laughs> I can't now. Good mom. Good on you, mama. No, for sure. It's all great. Yes. So on this afternoon in November, Katarzyna's mother was supposed to meet her daughter for a mutual appointment with the therapist. So they were both going to be in the appointment. Good. Okay. okay. Also, double good on mom. I was just going to say, are you getting help too? Because it was also your husband. Yeah. Yeah. Or her partner. Excuse me. I, I mean, even if you stuff. watch someone close to you, like be depressed, I think it makes sense to kind of go talk to a therapist together. Like, if you know their yeah. signs, they can kind of, in mm-hmm. a safe place, tell you what they're feeling, work yeah. through it together. Exactly. I agree. Because at the same time, that mom probably is also suffering. Yeah. Okay. But the only issue was um, Katarzyna did not show up. And that is not um, normal. She's usually pretty punctual. Like, even though she is withdrawn, she still makes it to everything on time. She's going to school. Yeah. Um, so her mother was, you know, like, this is not right. And she knew her daughter was suffering with serious depression. So her mom immediately attempted to file a missing persons report that afternoon. She was on it. Yeah. Wow. Attempted? Yeah. Keyword. Notice mm. I said attempted. Keyword. Yeah, I did. What Shit. do you think the police said? It's too soon. She's a grown adult. Yeah. She probably just ran away is what they told her. (laughs) She didn't just run away. (laughs) Uh, She did not. Mm -mm. Um, Yep. For everything that mother was doing to be progressive, the cops were like, "Mm, please hold. So there was was the 1900s. So God, yeah. Who knows from then? Way back back when. Um, No, it's fine. So she'd have to wait. She does eventually, though, a couple days later, get to make the report. Days? Mm-hmm. Whoa. So Christmas goes by. Oh, mm. I forgot. Then New Year's. No word from Katarzyna. But the first clue does come in January of 1999. So two months later. Oh, okay. Oh, my God. Yes. It pops up in a river, January 1999. Ugh. A tugboat operator noticed something weird in the water. It was um, stinky, pale, and spotted. And when he fished it out, to his horror and everyone else's, strong content warning right here, guys. If you want to skip ahead, just know it's not good. Um, it was a long piece of skin Ew. of her torso with an ear attached. My I'm sorry, with whoa, an ear attached? Whoa, so, like, from whoa. here to here? So... Keep in mind, I didn't say her body. It was just skin. It was treated and prepared in a way that was meant to be a skin suit. So basically, yeah, not her legs, um, not her arms. It was just like her torso area. And then like up her neck on one side for an ear. Okay. I think the shoulders like were still there because it was meant to like be slipped on like a skin suit. (sighs) I thought... I mean, mine's not any better, but I thought it was like a little, little like a sliver of skin, like ear. Oh my god! We have a Polish Ed Gein on our hands, guys. Oh no! Um, so in that same river, they found the remains of Katarzyna's leg and some clothing, but that was all that was found <gasps> of her ever. Wow! Yes, they they did DNA testing and they found that it was in fact our missing Katarzyna. Holy shit! Take a breath. Mm-hmm. I, I. This is why I text you guys like never let me do a true crime case again. Yeah, I, I was kind of expecting not this. Yeah, I looked up craziest true crime cases and I was just kind of listening through like da da da. 
and Sarah, so you know she found the craziest one. Yep. Yeah. Yes, I'm already... Whew, I'm shaking. Yeah. I'm not even kidding so you right now. the cops are like, well, okay, this is fucked. My like, ear hurts. My ear hurts! <laughs> yes, so they start investigating leads. And a promising one comes in right away in May of that year. So it is four months later, but I mean, this is a pretty bombshell thing to find. Mm-hmm. Um, May of that year. A young man was living with his grandfather and father, so three generations. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and apparently... He got super angry with his father for cheating on his mother. He then kills his father. Oh. Yep. Grandpa is still upstairs watching TV. He kills the father in the basement. Whoa. Grandpa's none the wiser. Yep. He then proceeds to, again, content warning here. If you have a soul, maybe skip ahead. (laughs) I guarantee you, it's just not great. Um, He then proceeds, well, wait, proceeds to skin and scalp the father leaves the body in the basement, wears the father's face like a mask to scare his grandpa. (gasps) No. This is four months after they find her in the river. Okay. Oh, geez. The grandpa turns him in immediately. Like, um. Thank God. Yeah. So as you can imagine. I'm crying. My mouth has been open the whole time. Oh my God. Oh my God. I'm sorry, guys, but I had to hear it. (laughs) Now we have to hear it. (laughs) Morgan is crying. Is that not intense, though? Um, I don't know what my even first reaction would be. Well, apparently the grandpa was not great at sight, so it did take him a good couple minutes to be like, something's different. Well, it probably did because he was like, you know, it's you. Wait, no, it's not. It's mm, like, wait, what the hell is going on here? Very jarring, I bet. (laughs) The grandpa calls the police. He's like, oh, man, you're crazy. Ha ha. Hello, 911. Um, Mm -hmm. Something terrible has happened in my house. Yeah. All I'm picturing is, like, the William Shatner mask that's not painted. (gasps) Um, Probably. Because they did say it took him a little bit to figure it out. Mike Myers, like. So the cops are like, well, pros and cons. This is a pretty good shot of being our person because yeah and they didn't even have to like tie too much together yes. it's not like that happened like months before she was oh my god because it does unfortunately take a, a good amount of skill to skin something <clears throat> okay um but no he was only in prison for the murder of his father and there was no evidence that he even knew katarzyna just a side quest but still needs to be mentioned because what the fuck is happening in poland they're just one my of the people. skin people. What is going on? <laughs> yeah, Colax, where what's going on? Yeah. Okay, so um this case sits stalled for years and then goes cold. And I do want to take a second just to point out that Poland handles their criminal cases very differently than America. So unlike here um in the USA, Poland goes pretty goes to pretty great lengths to be secretive and preserve the person under investigation's identity. To the point of when you're even arrested for a crime, they only release your first name and the first letter or the first initial of your last name. Wow. Yes. Hmm. You better hope your name's not Katarzyna in America. Yeah. Whew. So um, for that reason, I don't have like a ton of information on what they were looking for. Like there wasn't like this huge thing they put out, like be on the lookout for this man, this is this. Yeah. Um. But what they did disclose was she was likely stabbed in the neck or the groin and allowed to bleed out because content warning. She was skinned. She was not dead when she was skinned. Got it. 
some reason that feels nicer coming out of my mouth than the actual words. Yeah. Um, so they call in an FBI representative from Europe who did a profile and he came up with the following points. Um, the crime was sexually motivated, which I'm pretty sure any of our listeners could have put together. Yeah. Um, they also point out that this perpetrator was trained in a specific but undisclosed form of martial arts and would have sadistic hmm. tendencies. What? Wait, how do you know that? I don't know why the martial arts was included because, again, they don't release every single info. And because it's so private, it's not like their reporters can just pick it up and run. Yeah. Honestly, if the cops are on it, I, I support that. Nobody, like, people shouldn't know. No, I agree because then you get trial by media. So I see why that's hmm because there are some theories like america may not have more serial killers than everyone else just the way we report on it is so much louder than everyone else so we just know oh my god okay um so yes they know those points and we know we know what they know that we know no we know those that we know that they know laughing because we're uncomfortable i was thinking if we ever picked a second title for our show it would be like laughing because we're uncomfortable yeah yep yes yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Sinister Sunrise with uncomfortable laughter. With a side of uncomfortable laughter. Ooh, what a Thanksgiving meal that could be. <laughs> I'm already fiction cover art. Okay, so 19 years goes by. Mm-hmm. We are in 2017. Oh. The police shock everyone with the arrest of Robert J. J, like the letter? Yep. Okay, we don't know his last name. Nope. All right. At the time of arrest, he was 52 years old. I did see in one place his first name was actually Wanging. But I even... American pronunciation would be Wanging. But I looked it up and Google was like, did you mean whining? And I was like, no. So I don't know if it was a typo or so something. So his, real, his first real name is, what do you spell it? Oh. Well, I didn't see it everywhere. Most places oh. call him Robert J. Okay. So we can so, keep yeah. Robert J, but that's not okay. his full first name. You may see another name if you look into it. Yes. Okay. Um, at the time of his arrest, he was 52 years old, and apparently he was a suspect all the way back in 1999, but what? police just didn't have enough to make a formal arrest. Whoa. Oh my god, I'm, I'm, would you care to know why he was on the list of suspects? Because he also did that with his Did he dad? skin someone? <laughs> um, he fit the psychological profile. He knew kung fu. He was trained in martial arts. Ooh. Lives either by or on the river where her skin was found. And when I say by, it could be like a mile away. I saw a few different things from different sources because I think there isn't enough information so people kind of ran with it. This martial arts thing is freaking me out. I don't know how. Apparently it's either close to or is the right martial arts as well. Again, how they know this, I don't know why it works in. uh, What's the show we like? With the with the guy, Mindhunter. Yeah, thank you. They took it off Netflix, but it's like if you watch that, they're hello. It's the development of the process. It's just wild, and they're right. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. No, you're good. Um. Okay. He knew Katarzyna, visited her grave op- often, <gasps> and there were some reports that they were dating, but again, not enough to make me believe it's true. Okay. But he mm-hmm. was known for harassing women. Oh, what a charmer. Yeah, winner. Write your Tinder profile right there. Robert J. Yes. Previously, he had worked in a dissection lab in Krakow, Poland, where he did have access to human corpses. Oh, my God. And recently, like, I said recently again, but, like, right before the arrest, he was working at Krakow Institute of Zoology, 
dealing with animals. So if animal violence bothers you, I'm making it as light as possible. But this is what got him fired from the Institute. He was fired after a shift where he killed all the rabbits he came into contact with. Whoa. I don't know how. I mean, he's never given a statement, but it was apparently like his supervisors were like, um, got any explanation there, bud? And he's like, no, I don't know why I did it. So he was fired because. Ooh, I have chills. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. And it was freaky as not. Yeah. Super- supervisors were like, um, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. yeah. Like, hi, you have a sharp blades all around you. Can you. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. So we need you to get out of the premises right now. <laughs> he was finally oh. detained by police after one of his friends wrote a letter asking police to investigate him more closely. His Whoa. friend was like, yo, something is wrong. Yeah. So we got a good friend and a good grandpa. Yeah. I'm saying at least they were like reporting it. Like they're not a turn a blind eye. This guy was like, something is not right. Which yeah. That's a pretty big red flag though. If we're waving red flags. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're waving them. Yes. Uh, waving all of them. <laughs> when police searched his house, they found blood believed to be Katarzyna's near um, Robert's bathtub. The same bathroom that he had refurbished. Bath- Just- oh, so they found the blood back then. Uh-huh. Uh, well, this was 2017. When they found the blood? Mm-hmm. Whoa, bro, that's a nasty bathroom. Yeah, <laughs> well, he just missed a few spots. So it may have been like, first of all, how well do you think a man's cleaning that bathroom? <laughs> You're not wrong. But mm-hmm. apparently he like repainted the walls or something, but still like missed a few specks of blood. Idiot. I don't think they could do DNA testing, but they could like type test it or something. Like it was yeah. close enough. They're like this. You could find out if they were a, sec- a non-secreter or not. <laughs> like yes. this is there's a probable chance it's Katarzyna. Okay. 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 Mm. So, but those few spots along with that list of things that was enough. So he was charged with aggravated murder and particular cruelty. To date, um, he says he had no part in Katarzyna's death, and he is waiting to stand trial while the police continue gathering evidence. He, God, he got his trial pushed back because he made complaints about police cruelty, which was investigated and found to be completely false. Hmm. Shocker. Well, the fun thing is now on top of his previous charges, they've added lying to the police. (laughs) Yes. There we we go. We love it. We love it. Basically, you want to be petty, I will raise you. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm all in, bitch. Yes. (laughs) Um, So as of September 2019, he is still awaiting trial. I'm sure COVID slowed the wheels of justice and his complaints tied up the courts. Um, but hopefully now there's a vaccine, things are getting back to normal. He will stand trial and Katarzyna's answer, well, family will have answers. This is known as one of the worst murders in Poland's entire history. God, I bet. Um, and again, I am so, so sorry for picking this case, but I'm a terrible person and it was in my head. So I had, I had to. Yeah. I get the feeling. Thank so, you. you know, I understand. Thank He's you. like, I get it. I'm yeah, like, oh totally. Um, and I haven't been saying this for a while, but this feels like a good time to say, like, be good to yourselves and everyone around you. Like, not just from, like, a humanitarian standpoint, but also from a fear one. Like, you don't know when someone's last string is, like, that furrowed brow. You don't know you if give. you're going to walk in on someone killing rabbits. Yes. Yeah. Um, and that is all that I know. If I get any updates, I'll let you guys know. But mm-hmm. I will Please. happily be covering a psychology topic next week. Ooh. <laughs> Happy Ooh. Halloween, everyone. Woo-hoo. I mean, it is spooky as hell. That's nasty. Mm-hmm. Wasn't it nuts? Like, from start to finish. Yeah. Even the side quest with the guy time. and his grandpa four months later, I would be like, Ooh. You did tie a nice little bow on that. 
thank you. Like you, he got arrested, kept, but like you kept everything. Not thank you. I don't think I had to be. Aaron, yeah, the gore is just no. You gotta uh, sprinkle the light. I had to use different words because the words I was hearing was not words I wanted to share. Yeah, yeah. Aaron does a good job of covering it, so good job. Thank you. We all yeah. had, we all had big shoes to fill. Thank you. Mm-hmm. We do. We definitely do. Oh God, Aaron! I'm <laughs> assuming you're not gonna take us down a notch because we've already been. 10, 10, 15? I'm glad though? I went first, honestly. Honestly, I kind of Yeah, too. yeah. Because uh, I do have, have a Slovenian lunch, so. <clears throat> was that not insane, though? Like, every single yeah. piece of it, I was like, what is happening? Mm-hmm. It makes me want to watch a documentary on it real bad. Kind yeah. of. Makes me want to watch, watch a documentary real bad. bad. <laughs> I will be using that. Well, sorry. That, that is okay. But do you see what I was texting t- you guys when I was like, I'm um, so sorry. Yeah, where were you when all that, where were you in the research when you texted us, may I ask? Do you oh, yeah. The very beginning. I'm <laughs> No, because I heard a couple podcasts and I was like, oh, dang it, I'm too into this. Mm-hmm. Like, not into it like in a weird way, more just like this will never be leaving my brain. Yeah. So Yeah, it's locked in there now. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Thanks. Hey. Thanks, Mama. I appreciate you so much. <laughs> Can't wait for the Christmas cards, everybody. Mm-hmm. Aaron, spook our pants off. Yeah, what you yes. got? What you got? Okay, so I am covering the Jean Harlow house. Oh. Bitch, you already know. You already taught me. Let's go. No, Let's no go. stop. No, um, <laughs> she picked something cool. All right. Ooh, there's going to be goats. I can. All right. Yes. Sorry, your story was really good, Sarah. Anyway. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little passionate about the paranormal. Can you tell? Yeah. I expect this and try to put I go next. I will happily take the middle <laughs> child syndrome on this case. Yes. <laughs> Okay. Uh, yeah. Cat's head. <laughs> now you understand the feeling of like, oh, yay. Okay. <laughs> next. <laughs> Who can bring it up? Um, oh. I'll try to. We shall see. So, Harleen Harlow Carpenter was born on March third, nineteen eleven, in Kansas City, Missouri. I'm what? sorry. It's like Philip oh. Phillips. What? Kansas City, Missouri. Yeah. You can. Okay. What's yeah. up? I did not know that while I was re- researching that. So not just a true crime podcast. Fast mm-hmm. facts. You're welcome. Okay. Yeah. Harleen. Say your name again. Um, Harleen is how I pronounce it. I could be wrong. My grandma's but. name is Arlene. So I guess Harleen's not that weird then. No, I kind of yeah. like it. It's like, but also there's Harley Davidson. So it's like mm. mm. Harley. Mm. I like Harley though. I have Harley. a niece named Harley, as in Harley Davidson. I have a cousin named. Oh Harley. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know it's if it's pretty named, but probably. Anyway, go ahead. Yes. Um, her parents divorced in 1921, and her mother, 34-year-old Mama Jean, took her to Los Angeles. Mama Jean wished um, to become a movie star when she realized her dreams wouldn't become reality because, as she was told, she was too old to begin a career oh, as a movie star. No. She Princess Potipop. <laughs> that was the early 1900s. <laughs> I mean, dude, really, though? 34? You about to die. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. In this time yeah. period, not now. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure we actually have that age people listening, so not, not you. No, no, no. no that's okay so her dreams have died and she moved her and harleen back to missouri in i'm outie yeah like what do do you do yeah going back to the good old missouri (laughs) poor thing good old midwest i'm 34 i have a child i can't i can't be an actress Mm -mm. i guess i'll go back to kansas city (laughs) that would suck though it would yeah go back home like hey guys yeah. No, not really. You tried. You did your best. That's all you can do. Yeah. Yeah. 
1927, at the age of 16, Harleen got married to 19-year-old Charles Fremont McGrew III, who was an heir to a substantial fortune. Mm-hmm. Let me, let me twist my mustache and I'll wipe my monocle clean on my Not cloth. the first, <laughs> not the second, but the mm-hmm. third. Thank you. I cannot declare it. I know, I could tell you were trying. Ah. This is why it'll never be the third. I'll tip my top hat to you. <laughs> I'm to you, sir. Hey. Ma'am, thank you. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Where are my men? <laughs> and I go country. I All am right. a woman with a mustache. Get over it. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. <clears throat> so Harleen and Charles get married and they move to Los Angeles and found a home in Beverly Hills. Ooh. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I feel that <laughs> However, their wedded bliss did not last. Oh. According to phyllislovesclassicmovies.com, they're... <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs> Their marriage may have been doomed due to Harleen's increased interest in pursuing a movie career and Mama Jean and her husband at the time, Marino Bello, ending up um, following Harleen to Los Angeles and moving in with them. I feel like it's weird then that she even moved anyone back to Missouri. Yeah, that's a lot of moving parts, bro. Because also travel took... Quite a while. It's like the yeah. goddamn Oregon Trail. Yeah, I don't know if it's like, I want to be with my daughter, or my daughter's aspiring to become an actress, so I have to be there for her. Type Seems of a little, or like, thing. I'm going to live vicariously through you. That's that what I'm saying. I thought it was weird they ever moved back. I'm surprised she wasn't like one of those moms who's like, and now you will be the star. If it was more like, a, if I can't have it, no one can. But then her daughter grew up and was like, I'm out, beach. Yeah. Like, I can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> After they ended their marriage, Harleen moved in with her mother and Bello as she continued to work as an actress, so they were still in Los Angeles. In Hollywood, she began to go by the name Jean Harlow, and in the 1930s, she debuted in her first feature film, Hell's Angels, according to... That name sounds familiar. You might... the, The face I didn't recognize, but you might... She's been in quite a few different movies. Okay. According to Wikipedia, Jean starred in some unsuccessful films after that, but her contract was bought out by the Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer Studios Incorporated, and she quickly became a popular actress after starring in movies like Red-Headed Woman and Dinner at Eight. It seems like she took a lot of, like, uh, like dramedies, like some comedies. Yeah. Um, Oh, she was known as the Blonde Bombshell. Yep. Or the Platinum Blonde. Oh. Yeah. Which, as you can tell from... You know, her striking blonde hair. It is striking. Yeah, very striking. Mm-hmm. You got like mini Marilyn. Honestly. Yeah, kind of, yeah. Black and white, but the hair is mostly white. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow. Huh. Oh, Jean Harlow was an American actress and sex symbol. Oh, she does look like a little Marilyn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, we it. filled in the eyebrows now. I'm a little happier with, yeah. with, the, with the overall look. Different times. <laughs> Different yes. Because that's the same image, but... No eyebrows on yeah. this one. Hmm. Ah, I'm sure. Maybe that's how the times changed. <laughs> our future ancestors, and look back and like, why do they have so much eyebrow? Yeah. Why oh yeah, those so were the little... pencil eyebrows. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. It's so funny because it's like, no, this was the 1920s. Uh, 30s, I think. Yeah, 1930s. So it was like 1930s style to have pencil eyebrows. That came back in the 90s, 50 years later. That's all it took. Mm. Fashion is a cycle. <laughs> I mean, it is. Hello. Yeah. We're in the 70s right now. I know, and I'm living for it. I'm never leaving. <laughs> I've been searching for a dark jean jumpsuit. So if anyone sees Ooh. one for a decent price, let the girl know. I'll let you know. 
I would curl my hair Farrah Fawcett style. Hell okay. Yeah. Never look back. Yeah. I'm for it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I support it. Thank you. But you have to wear it like at least once a week. As if I'm going to wear it. As if. All right, cool. <laughs> In July 1932, Jean married her second husband, Paul Byrne, an executive at MGM who was 22 years her senior. According to the ClementSun.com, Jean moved into Byrne's lavish two-story Bavarian mansion in Benedict Canyon. Haunted, yeah. (laughs) Hauntedhouses.com noted that the home was decorated with unique gutter spouts, a grand wooden staircase, wood carvings of silent screen movie stars such as Rudolph Valentino and Mary Pickford, and it contained a swimming pool as well. Living the life. However, their um, life at their 9820 Eastern Drive home was anything but delightful. There were rumors that their marriage was just rocky and not great um, from the start. I mean, yeah, I yeah. can see that. And it only lasted about two months before tragedy struck. Aww. On September 5th, Burns' nude, lifeless body was found in his bedroom with a single gunshot wound to his head. Ooh. Yeah. Police ultimately ruled Burns' death a suicide since they had um, discovered a suicide note that they say he had written. However, an employee of Burns claimed the handwriting on the suicide note didn't match Burns' handwriting, and his secretary was adamant that he had been murdered. One theory that people suggest is that Burns' common-law wife... um, back whenever, um, Dorothy Millette had murdered him. She had recently visited Byrne, and just two days after his death, she threw herself off of the death, uh, death, wow, herself off of the Delta King steamboat and plummeted to her death. Oh, my God. There were also those who theorized that Jean may have had something to do with her husband's death. But those are just theories. I mean, they're actually all pretty fair theories, though. I feel like when you're that important and you live that spicy of a life, there's a lot more characters that can be thought of in your clue game yeah definitely overall suspicious yeah overall sus yeah yeah overall very suspicious uh jean grieved her late husband's death though but then she fell in love with cinematographer harold rawson the two got married Damn. but after eight months they then got a divorce eight months <laughs> yes okay. we ain't married yet i can't say anything about anyone's marriage yeah mm-hmm. shoot Jean continued to work in the movie biz, but in the late 1930s, she began to experience some health issues. Mm -hmm. In 1937, while filming a role for the movie Saratoga, Jean had to be hospitalized, and in June of that year, she died from kidney failure at the age of 26, before... She's only 26. Yeah. Super young. Yeah. I'm not saying, like, eight, like, that's a lot of life that happened. Like, she died very young and very, that's yeah. said that it happened. Like, she yep. was married three times before she was even 30. Oh, yeah. She got married at, like, 16. Yeah. Then, yeah. Sorry, I was just not expecting you to say 26. Yeah. People got married Shocking. early, like, young, though, too. Yeah. Yeah. But still. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. And she died before, like, the movie was completed. So the uh, company just ended up hiring a body double to complete the remainder of her scenes in the movie, which is actually really terrible. So I'm glad they really don't do that anymore. They're just like, yeah. Yeah. Now it's 2020. They're like, let's CGI this person in. We got this. Or they just work around it. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. The new star Wars, they did CGI in Carrie Fisher. I forgot about that. That is true. Yeah. And, um, Oh, what was it? Which is still a weird thing too. I don't really like it. No. 
personally. Toy Story but... 3, uh, the, the actor who played Ham, no, who played Mr. Potato Head, one of the two, I'm yeah, sorry, sorry, yeah. had already passed away. So they literally scoped through hours and hours of Toy Story and his old shows and everything you hear is from his old it's, work. Ooh, mm. I don't like I that. I know. It's... I, uh, and honestly, if you like watch it now, knowing that you can kind of hear it. I don't want to. I don't want to. Oh, Sorry. that they're like piecing that. Well, random. it's not even piecing. It's just like sometimes he sounds together. like a little sick, and sometimes he doesn't. Like oh, you know, sometimes like yeah. sometimes like you're a voice actor, even if you're like kind of feeling under the weather, you got to yeah. go in and do your shit. So it's like he sounds like he just sounds different. Like they, on, you know what? It sounds like they like put a filter on it. Like oh. here's his real ass voice, but like put a. Like, yeah, yeah. cut all the graininess and the natural, like, gotcha. naturalness out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. That's Sadness nope. all around. Sadness all around. Jesus. Many people claim that Jean's home is haunted by her and burnt spirits mm. and that anyone who resided in the home was cursed to have a short life. I also read on hauntedhomes.com that two other deaths occurred at the home. Both of these victims had drowned in the swimming pool, Whoa. but I don't know who they are, when they happened... I couldn't really find that information. So still pretty spooky, bro. Yeah. That's a pretty traumatic death as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. In 1963, celebrity hairstylist Jay, oh, I'm going to say it wrong, Sebring, Sebring, Jay Sebring. Say it with confidence. Sebring. Yeah, that's probably wrong. That's what I heard. <laughs> Bought Jean's home. He spent a lot of time in um, in the home with his then-girlfriend, 20-year-old Sharon Tate, who ended up dating from 1964 to 1966 until wow. she left him for future husband, Roman Polanski. Yeah. Whoa. What a turn. Mm-hmm. Oh, whoa. Yeah. I got chills. Holy shit. Okay. Yes. Wow. Um. So, however, just that little bit about them, Sharon and Sebring, broke things off amicably and remained good friends. All right. Yes. In an interview with Dick Kleiner, Sharon claimed that she had a paranormal experience in the home. She was sleeping in the bedroom that had previously belonged to Burn when she started to get this really eerie feeling just wash over her. She opened her eyes to find a quote-unquote creepy little man scuttling in the bedroom. Oh, no, I don't like that word. Oh, no, 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 Just picture Monsters, Inc., the boss. Ooh, yes. I don't like that word. I don't like that. When she realized the ghost of Burn was staring at her, she shot out of bed and began to run down the stairs, but before she could make it all the way down, she spotted a different apparition. She noticed that this one was tied to the staircase and had a slit throat and it eerily resembled like her or Sebring. She really couldn't tell like the gender, what it really like the face looked like. It was just familiar. familiar. It was familiar. Oh yes. Oh my god. I did also read though that she it may have been the ghost of one of the drowning victims. Too. So. Oh my. Mm-hmm. Okay. According to Julie Carr's um so according back to the hauntedhouses.com piece, Sharon had an urge to drink. So she got to Sebring's bar, but while she was, you know, sipping on her booze, she had this inexplicable urge to tear the wallpaper along the base of the bar. So after chugging her drink, she made her way back to the bedroom, just passing by the apparitions oh my without, God. you know, trying to look at them or, no, you know, alert them to her, you know, to them that she was like noticing them. And then she fell asleep. 
when Sharon woke up in the morning, she assumed... It must have been a strong nightcap. Oh, yeah. Actually, to be fair, I bet you it was a very strong drink. I bet it was just... Glug, 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 done. Because you know she'd be like, two shots of vodka? That's it. Just pours in. She's like, I didn't see that. Yeah. yeah. Nope, didn't see it. Mm-hmm. I keep drinking until I didn't see it. <laughs> Let me top off my glass again. Let me top off my glass. Oh, one more. Three more times. <laughs> it's all in the same glass. That's one glass. Yeah, one exactly. <laughs> it's oh just God. one glass. That, no thank you. Good yeah. Bye. So I don't blame her for being like, it's not there. It's not there. Pass out. And she wakes up and she's like, I just had a crazy dream. That's ah, all this was. The, the brandy's gone, but who yeah. cares? <laughs> oh, Sharon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, she realized it wasn't a dream when she made her way downstairs and noticed that the wallpaper by the bar was ripped. So she had actually ripped it. Oh. In the you know, in the so middle she was of night, like, like a trance or some shit. Something. That's she had that urge like. to like rip or scratch it or whatever she did to the wallpaper, and she went back downstairs in the morning and she was like, What the heck? This yeah. actually did happen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. So some believe Sharon's, you know, the ghostly sighting she saw may have been a premonition of what was to come since a few years later in 1969, Sharon Tate and Jay Sebring became two of Charles Manson's victims. Yeah. And they were murdered. So that is one of the theories that um, is kind of up for debate. Is it a curse? Kind of like, you know, similar story I had last week. Is it the curse on the house, whoever lives there has a very short life, dies in a very tragic way, or is it just weird circumstance? I know there's Sarah's <laughs> blinking very ferociously mm-hmm. because man, that is a life. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. And that's a whole other twist and turns. Story. Galore. Yeah. Yeah, the Sharon Tate story is a whole other story to get into at a later date. But yeah, that's the story of Gina Harlow and her haunted house. I mean, potentially haunted house. It was cursed enough. Yeah. I would. Did she say what was behind the torn wallpaper? Yeah, I'm curious as hell. I don't think any, I don't know if anything was behind it. I think it was just, it was some like little copper thing. I don't really know what it was, but I think she just had this weird urge to do that. Oh. Yeah. So whether or not it was like be, like for specifically the wallpaper, or it was just she was right by there and that's what she wanted to like rip out. Hmm. Like, yeah. Maybe I wonder she- if it was like a panic thing too. Like when you pick at a scab, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, yeah. And like you don't like, yeah, yeah. Whenever I have fake nails, sometimes I get anxious. Like if it picks up just a little bit, I'll try and take off my nail polish. Yeah. I wonder if it was like, I just got to like mm-hmm. rip it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's, yeah, it's really the only like crazy story I found about the house, but I thought it was very, very interesting. I mean, the hanging apparition, it reminds me of something out of Murder House, like, yeah, and it was like, like tied, like she said specifically, it was like tied to like the stairwell, like like, one of the posts. Yeah. Whenever she like went down, it was like tied like this and then had like a slit throat, which I did that, but slit throat. (laughs) I mean... I don't want to see anything like that, but also it'd be cool to like go surreal. I will now drink myself into a stupor. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, I mean, I regardless, that's agree. a scary home. That yeah. Is, I mean, that's some bad energy. Right? Yup. That's bad all up in there. Woo. <laughs> yeah. Bad energy. Is that your topic today, Morgan? It is not. Oh. It's not. What you got, Miss? Mine like? might. You know, it might be a good idea that I did end. Mine's a little more lighthearted. Okay. Okay. But for my psychology slash switch up episode this week 
I did why our brains enjoy fear. Mm. Yeah. So I tried to kind of combine all of our topics. I'd say, yeah. Yeah. Um, So I hoped this uh, may cover all three of our topics. If you view true crime as on the dark side, then I think this does fit all three. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Growing up, I hated scary stuff. No scary movies, no gore. I watched Signs in sixth grade and literally slept with my mom for two weeks. (laughs) So that tells you a little bit. It's not even that really scary of a movie. It's It's not scary. It's a very intense movie. Yeah. And also just like there was like the boy's name was Morgan and he had asthma and I also am named Morgan and have asthma. So I was just like, they're coming and I can't, I'm going to die. And I, (laughs) yeah. So and like at the time it was like very good graphics. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Now if you watch it, maybe a little more funny, but Mm -hmm. it was not. Overall, it's spoopy. Just a little bit. I did love the vomitos, vomitos. Yeah. (laughs) Move children, vomitos. Oh, so good. Anyways, I do love the movie now. Yes. And while gore is still not my thing, uh, I can say without a doubt that I love things that are a little spooky, dark, sinister, if you will. Uh Uh, But what sparks that drive to want to be scared, whether um, agreeing to go to a haunted house, watch a horror movie, or even feeling joy when scaring someone, as a prank, I learned what makes our minds uh, want more spook. Oh, um, many sites covered similar ideas, but I do like the way psychologytoday.com broke it down. Uh, they broke it down into five main reasons why we enjoy being scared. Hmm. Uh, first off, our brains are weird, man. Like, yeah, I know you've said it multiple times. <laughs> They're so weird. Shooey. Very weird. Uh, so number one is the safety net. This ref- refers to, well, basically controlled fear. We watch a scary movie. Our brains know that we are safe. Mm-hmm. knowing that we are safe or in no real danger that's when everything starts to go full steam ahead mm-hmm. uh ampatlantic.com states quote it's all about triggering the amazing fight or flight response to experience the flood of adrenaline um endorphins and dopamine uh why did i say it? like dopamine <laughs> but in- dopamine dopamine what you mean dopamine <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but in, again, in a completely safe space. So we know we're safe. So then reason number two, the flood can begin. The combination of all of these hormones, neurotransmitters, and chemicals in your body make the natural high slash euphoric experience. So basically reasons one and two go hand in hand. And if you leave us with a quote, and it does leave us with a quote, gratifying sense of relief and subsequent well-being. It's kind of weird, like, you wouldn't think that it'd be, like, that natural high, but it is. Yeah. And some people do experience it more than others, so that's kind of why some people are a little bit more into the spook rather than not. Yeah. Or they're always, like, trying to push that limit of, like, what's going to make me uncomfortable to, like, make it give me more adrenaline and dopamine and good feelings. Huh. Does anyone else like hear the glass shattering? Like, yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. It all makes sense. Mm-hmm. No, I'm like, I want to skydive. I want to ride in a hot air balloon. Yes. Ah, yeah. Push it to the edge. Um, and this leads to reason number three, self-satisfaction. Basically you feel as though you have achieved something by coming out on the other side of being scared. Almost a quote, I survived feeling. Oh hmm. yeah. So, like, think about it, like, you watch a scary movie, and you're like, okay, like, I made it through, it was a good movie, you kind of just feel, like, good at the end of it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Number four, um, again, was courtesy of Psychology Today. 
closeness with others. Uh, sometimes being scared can be a bonding experience. One, think about the classic young date, a scary movie. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, quote, given that being frightened releases a biochemical flood, like mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. that can yield a pleasurable outcome, the two people on a date are likely to now, because of the pleasurable feeling experienced, now have a, uh, have a stronger bond because of during their time together. Also, I feel like due to the floods of emotion, uh, they make those times more memorable. Like, mm-hmm. I can always remember, like, when my friends came over and we watched a scary movie. Or, like, I had birthday parties where we watched a scary movie. And, like, you always remember it. Like, who mm-hmm. was scared, who wasn't. Yeah. All that good stuff. So, I felt like that led to the closeness of others as well. And the fifth reason, curiosity. Quote, many people are curious about the, quote, dark side. the fear of the unknown is one of the most natural and instinctive fears that we have and it is also one of the oldest curiosities people love their worlds to make sense they like things wrapped up in a nice neat little package our world is easier to engage with when things make sense to us so whether uh a your thrill of choice is skydiving or watching a scary movie or diving into the unknown of the paranormal, true crime, or the human mind. Always remember to be kind to yourself and stay spooky. Yay. Oh my gosh, Morgan. Or should I say Sergin? Sergin. Sergin. Yeah. Oh, that was nice. I liked that. Thank you. That makes a lot of sense too. Yeah, I was reading it and I was like, wow, this is like, I don't even, I understand it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, awesome. Cool. So yeah. Just hit me like a ton of bricks that that was what I needed to do. Yeah, no, that was right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, well, real glad the order we had. No, it worked out great. It did work out great. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'll be listening back to this one. Okay. Again. Mm-hmm. So it's just sunrise with the side of laughing because we're uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, if you enjoy our uncomfortable laughter and <laughs> want to give us a shout out, make sure you tell a friend, family member, give us a like or a rating um, on iTunes. It helps us stay relevant. And also you can follow us on any of the platforms that you've listened to us. You can follow us on all of our social medias, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, which is sinister underscore sunrise underscore podcast. Um, and a feel free to write us an email to give us topic ideas, whether it be group or individual, um, anything you want us to cover. Really, we're here for you. As Sarah says, we are your dancing monkeys. Yes. Yes. I'm not done being you yet. If you can Thank tell. you. So, uh, with that, I think that's all we have. Yeah. I think so. Great. See ya. Stay sinister. Bye. Bye.